Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica from a man's perspective. And as always, I'd like to say thank you to the listeners. Thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. Greatly appreciate you. Tonight's topic, the truth about long-distant relationships. Can they really succeed? So please sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the question of the night. And we're back. So, tonight's question of tonight is, if you could really have one type of sex for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Vaginal, oral, or anal? Now, for me, I can honestly say I'm going to choose vaginal. Um, the reason being because after, you know, masturbating, you know, vaginal was the first type of sex that I had. And, um, I guess I hold it close to my heart. And I think that that connection that a man and a woman have when they're in a missionary, a missionary position, that's a, uh, how can I say this? That's one of those positions that's a little bit, um, it has meaning to it. Now, don't get me wrong, doggy style and a woman being on top, riding, all of those have the same significant type of meaning. But for me personally, missionary and vaginal sex has always been uh, my top choice. Now, when it comes to um, when it comes to having vaginal sex, I think that um, that penis and the vagina. <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a feeling, man! Uh, it gives so much pleasure, you know. Whereas with oral, now, when I was younger, I took pride in, you know, knowing that I was able to please a woman in that manner. Um, actually, I kind of wore that as a badge of satisfaction, personal satisfaction, you know, to not give every woman I encounter. No, I'm not going to say that because anybody with common sense know that you can't go down on everyone. You just can't put different organs in your mouth. But when you're in some type of meaningful or relationship that you know that has um, some, some that would be, you know, um, that would have longevity, then yeah, you, you know, you take it upon yourself to make sure that you please your partner. And one of the best ways to do that is to submit to them and, and give them oral pleasure, you know, and do it like you care, do it like, don't do it like it's a job or you have to do it or it's somebody's birthday. Do it because it's in you to do it. Now, when it comes to anal, not my cup of tea, kind of messy. I mean, I have done it and I can count on my hand how many times I've done it. It hadn't been that many times. And even though it felt good, it was just that that taboo that came with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's normal. You know, a lot of people will say that it's not normal, but you know, 
for many people, they look at it as as good as, you know, having vaginal sex. I know some women who rather have anal sex than have vaginal. Prefer it, you know. But um, I think all three are good. But if I had to choose one for the rest of my life from this day on, it would be get between my woman's legs, looking down at her, making love to her, or just having great sex. All right, so I'll be right back with the topic of the night. All right, so tonight's topic is long the truth about long distance relationships and can they really succeed long distance relationships can be very challenging to maintain there's so many things that can go wrong that you have never really known what the other person is thinking or feeling However, there are some truths about long-distance relationships that you need to know if you want to make it work. Oftentimes, the physical and the emotional connection that's present when two people are in the same room is not as strong when there are thousands of miles apart. However, there are ways to make these relationships work. And I have five tips that I want to share with you that would keep if you're in a long distance relationship healthy number one make sure you're both on the same page about what your expectation for the relationships are discuss everything ahead of time will help discussing everything ahead of time will help avoid any surprises and make everything easier when you meet number two Keep communication open and honest. Even if things get tough, don't hesitate to reach out and to your partner and talk to them about what's going on. Any, you know, if, share any um, feelings or or um, you know that anxiety or if you're not really sure if you can actually maintain. A long distance relationship. Go ahead and get it out in the open now before you start spending time before you start getting into the relationship and develop, developing weeks and months together and then come to find out that that was something that you knew you really couldn't do. Number three, don't let long distance, I'm sorry, don't let distance ruin your relationship. Take advantage of technology, making sure that things are easy on both partners. Another one is you may feel isolated from your partner and that can lead to stress and anxiety. And I think the lack of physical closeness can lead to the feeling of loneliness and kind of like alienating yourself from everything and everybody else, including your partner because there is such a distance between you, you know. Um, one of the benefits of 
Well, there are a number of benefits from uh, maintaining a long-distance relationship. First, it allows each partner to focus on their own needs and interests without having to be constantly around the other person. I think this leads to a more fulfilling and more intimate relationship. Additionally, long-distance relationships generally last longer than traditional relationships because they're less pressure to live up to those uh, unexpected, I'm sorry, those unrealistic expectations. And finally, long-distance relationships are more often more cost-effective as there's no need for the expensive travel or um, expenses that comes along with any other additional cost. In a long-distance relationship, you don't have to worry about your partner being so close or too far away. You can always have that sense of freedom to do what you want without worrying what your partner is feeling or what they may think about what it is that you're doing. Long-distance relationships often last longer because there's less pressure on both partners. Next would be communication. Long-distance relationships can be beyond challenging. But with that challenge, if you implement communication, if you if you maintain or keep that line of communication open, it's going to make it very easy to get past those long days and nights before you see each other again, especially if you're in different parts of the world. Now, if you're like 45 minutes away, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I know this dude who used to date somebody and he was, oh my God, he loved that woman like crazy. Did anything he could for her, but they were 45 minutes apart. And he worked in a different he lived in the same city she lived in, but he worked in a different city. That was 45 minutes. So there was some nights after working 16 hours, he didn't feel like driving home for 45 minutes. So, um, and he would work several days in a row, like 12, 16 hour days. And the body just took his toll. So he uh, called this woman one night and um, they were talking and she... <laughs> She just came out and said, you know what? I can't do this no more. And he's like, what? I can't deal with the fact that you work 45 minutes away. He said, honey, do you know why I work 45 minutes away? Because this is, there's no jobs in the city we live in. No no job that's paying. I think he was making 17, 18. So the most he could have made in his city being who he was and he didn't have a um, high school diploma, it was like nine to $10. So with him having children and all like that, he had to take care of what he had to take care of and help her with her kids. So he was like, well, I can't take it no more because you work 45 minutes away and some nights you, you know, you stay instead of come home. He's like, well, I'm tired. And she's like, I know I understand, blah, 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 blah. But I met somebody else. 
And like, what when you had time? When you was working. So it's like 45 minutes away. Stop their relationship. And like I said, this dude would have give he would have given her a kidney if she said she needed one. But he ended up meeting somebody else and been happily ever since. And that person she's struggling with that same person who had his dick in her face when he my when my friend was working. So I mean some people just can't handle 45 minutes. They can't handle time apart, let alone living in different countries. Now, I've never tried a different country thing. I've done different states, and it worked. But after a while, it started to wear. And it, it was situations where, you know, I wouldn't want to get I wouldn't want to get on the road to go see that person because I was tired. And vice versa, she would be tired after having to work a job as a teacher and deal with her kids at home. So it just got to a point where we just both decided that the long distance relationship wasn't for us, you know? Because that difficulty that arises from the fact that we're typically not around each other, it plays a, a mental game on you. You know, it it's like um, that feeling of disconnected. Even though you talk and you may FaceTime and and send letters, well, not letters, not in this day and time, but back in the day before technology was so advanced, you know, um, I can remember writing letters, you know, long letters. But now it's like uh, DMing and, and text messaging and video chat. Even that's not enough to hold that bond in place until you see each other on a more, you know, um, physical note. You know, trust. Now, this is one of those things that sticks out like a sore thumb. And it kind of like combines all the the different, um, the different um, topics when it comes to long-distance relationship. Because there is a great deal of trust that must be established established once again on my Dr. Umar Johnson established <laughs> shout out to Dr. Umar Johnson even though I don't believe in his thing but still he uh, I, I get what it is that he's trying to do to a degree but anyway um, yeah it must be established in order for long distance relationships to be successful this trust come in many forms but it's often centered around the belief that both parties are committed, committed to the relationship and will make an effort to stay connected. Trust is also necessary to handle the uh, inevitable bumps in the road, those unexpected obstacles that's gonna happen, such as when one partner feels neglected or misunderstood. Feeling neglected is a huge issue for people. Even though you have to understand that, hey, we're doing this because we're in separate cities or we're in separate countries, but we're doing it because eventually we're going to come together. But there are days, there are nights that come and will jump on you like a, like a bouncing ball 
it will hit you that hard that you like. I miss that person. Why they not calling me? Why they haven't returned my text? Why they not answering their phone? I've called them 12 times. They don't see me calling. And trust me, things happen. Some people work jobs where they can't look at their phone until they take a lunch break. And if you call them during the period that they're working and they can't look at their phone, you got to understand that without feeling neglected or feeling like the person don't care about you or that the person is fucking somebody else because the mind starts to play tricks on you. He ain't answered his phone the three, the three times I call. I know he fucking that bitch. Girl, why you answer your motherfucking phone? I just shit. I, I, I went through it. I used to work the late shift. And I would call my girl. She ain't answered. After an argument. I was sick. <laughs> I couldn't eat my lunch. I wanted to like say, hey, man, I'm, I'm sick. I got to go home. But I had to trust my partner. I had to not think like because I was a a knucklehead or was capable of cheating or creeping. I shouldn't think that about my partner if they didn't give me that reason to think that about them. And that's easier said than done. But I think me being who I am as a man, being a little bit more secure, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. She could have been creeping. You know, I don't know. But if I don't see it with my own eyes, I'm not going to put myself through that hurt that unnecessary pain when I could have been at my job making money and taking care of my child. See, there's a balance with that because it's not all about me and that woman. I have a child I had to take care of, send money to. So my jealousy, my feeling neglect would have made me neglect my child. So people in long distance relationship face Unique challenges. They must build trust and communication skills while maintaining relationship miles apart. Um, I want to give you four truths. Four truths about long-distance relationships that can help you overcome any hurdles. Number one, distance won't always break a relationship. Some people say, I don't see how you can do the long-distance relationship. It's just not for me. That's too much distance. It don't bother you. And because it's not for you, don't make it seem like it's wrong for me. Because if you really love someone, if you really, truly, sincerely care about that person, you really want to be with them, then you won't let something like distance damage that relationship or destroy that relationship. You overcome the obstacles, the um, boulders in the road, the things that's been set in front of you that prevents you from getting to the destination or getting to that person you want to be with. Number two, distance can actually help build stronger bonds. When you have the distance, when you make the commitment, 
And when you go through the day-to-day grind of not seeing each other, it helps when you finally come together. Because that person or, or both of you may feel like I can trust this person. They're going to be with me through thick and thin. And they don't get no thicker than being apart, miles apart. Being if it's 45 minutes apart or being if it's like 2,000 miles apart. If you can trust that person to do what they say they're going to do, and if you feel wholeheartedly that they are doing it every day, then you'll know. It, you won't have the ideas or the thoughts of them not doing what they say they're going to do or being um, being unfaithful. It, it won't pop up in your head because they have a certain honor that you're able to recognize that you want in a partner, that you need in a partner. And when you see that, when, you, when you're able to acknowledge that, it don't have to be said. You'll automatically feel it. Because both of you are creating the same thing that you want for each other. Meaning both of you understand the end result. Yeah. We got miles between us. We got days between us. But we got something else that's stronger than that. And that's a genuine love one another and given what's going on in the world today I think it's a little bit easier for relationships to last for long distance relationships to last because the fear of contracting what's going on today you're going to be leery about bed hopping you're going to be cautious about who face you are in. And also, you're going to get your mind right. You're going to clear your thoughts. You're going to, you're going to take on a different essence that's going to help you build a relationship that can be sustained for the rest of your life. Not everybody's a cheater. Not everybody needs to be up in somebody. There's actually people who can really have a long-distance relationship. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about a lady who, uh, which is, this is kind of different. The lady who um, waited on this man 10 to 15 years to get out of jail, and she married him. And like I said, she, I don't know this person. She probably did what she had to do to get through that period of time. But there was something about him that caught her attention. There was something about that relationship that made her want to get married. And whatever it is, whatever reason, that was her choice. And they had long, they had some really long distance between them. So, and their long distance was, I can't see you until this time is up. Not like I can't, not like I'll see you next weekend or I'll see you the first two weeks. And then you see me the next two weeks. No, dude couldn't go nowhere. Um, and she had to visit him or 
he had to call her and they talked on the phone or FaceTime, whatever. So that was some distance. Emotionally, sexually, physically, mentally. That couple went through a lot of distance, but they found a way to come together. And for whatever reason, I don't I don't know them. I don't know these people. But for whatever reason, they chose to go through what they went through in order to be together. They did it. Anyway, um, the next one is communication is key. Talk, 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 talk. Talk about shit that's interesting. Talk about your day. Talk about, you know, when you go see each other, make plans. Um, have pillow talk, you know, lay in the bed and just, just look at each other, you know, do video chats or hold the phone to your ear or just hold a, a place the phone on the pillow and let that person listen to you snore. That's also a form of communication. But whatever it is, do it. It's going to help both of you in the long run. It's going to give you that feeling of satisfaction that you can trust that person, they're there for you. No matter what, that person loves you so much, they're gonna listen to you snore. That's that's love. Because to me, it's it's unconditional. It says a lot about that person's character. Cause that person could be out listening to someone can, can have somebody next to them snoring for real. But they choose to be with the person who's long distance. And if that person have a hard time making it without them through the night, they'll sit there when a person's sleeping and listen to them snore. That's some, that's some, man, you don't know how, ooh. That's the type of shit that moves me. Now, big booty and nice chest, yeah, that also moves me. But I look beyond that. If if you have someone that's willing to commit to you like that, then you ain't got to worry about nothing. I mean, I'm not going to say 100% you don't have to worry about nothing, but the chances of you having a bad relationship is, is at a low percentage. And you can eliminate all of that just by doing your part. Because that person, they're doing their part. They're showing you they're committed. Now, if you show your commitment that's equal to theirs or a little bit more, then you ain't going to have no problem with long-distance relationships. You're going to be able to trust each other. You're going to be able to sustain that long-distance relationship and build off that. And once again, trust is the key. And I know I spoke on these before a few minutes ago, but I think I had to give the version of what I researched and then give it from my point of view, you know, because all four of these factors are very important. They're the pillars to a long-distance relationship. To wrap this thing up, long-distance relationships are possible, but they're definitely not easy. They require that that, that hard work, that dedication, and once again, that magical word communication. If you're up for the challenge, then go for it. But be warned, it's not for the faint of heart.
but it can be successful with all those factors. And if you're considering entering into a long-distance relationship, be sure to weigh the pros and the cons carefully and make sure that both of you are committed to making it work. And more importantly, enjoy the time that you do have together. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and close this out. So I want to say thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the supporters, man. Um, I don't know why it took me so long to do a, a podcast home uh, on a long-distance relationship. That's kind of like one of the most common relationships um, two people can have because it's uh, it exists. You know, a lot of people just can't be together. You know, they meet online and for whatever, you know, situation that prevent them from coming together, then they have to do what they have to do. But I've known people who have outside of the couple, you know, the guy who's in jail and the lady who waited for him, like I said, I don't know. But I know I, I do know people who have waited on people. And it hadn't been a long period of time, like, you know, years. I think the longest may have been a year and a half, maybe two years. And these people are together. They found a way to make it happen. They overcome the adversities. They um, found the, the, the path to each other. And they made their, you know, situation better by being together. You know, so it's possible, it's doable. And if you are in one, you know, Look into doing whatever you can to make it the best until you are with each other. And if it's not for you, if it's something that you truly can't do, don't mislead the other person. Don't make them think that you are living, you know, don't make them think that you are being sincere about being with them when you know that you can't handle it and you need somebody in your face because it's not fair to them. So I hope everybody have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Check out the book, Hearts Seduction, J.R. Robinson. Um, Google Play Store, Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble's online. Um, anything you want me to talk about, anything you want to critique me on, hit me up at when he speaks erotic at gmail.com. Um, everybody take care of yourselves. Have a good night, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.